Okay, everybody. I have something really cool to tell you about. If you haven't heard yet about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain here. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will uh, distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one single place. Now, the way that you can do this is you got to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. And then you can get started. It's really fun. We just switched over recently here at All Too Real 2, and I'm enjoying it so far. So be sure to check it out and uh, let us know what you think. episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me, as always, is... Is Matthew... Uh... Maximoff? No. Uh... Hayward? Matthew okay. Hayward, I don't know. Um, whatever. Um, Matthew Haas? <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> so, um, today on the show, in this episode, we are covering the series finale of WandaVision, episode 9. Ooh. Which was entitled the series finale. Yeah. Yes. It was directed by Matt Shackman and written by Jack Schaefer. <clears throat> Cinematography by Jess Hall. Editing by Zine Baker and Michael A. Weber. The running time was 49 minutes. The original release date was March 5th, 2021. I don't know why I'm giving all this information, but hey, why not? <laughs> um, so, uh, first off, um, before it aired, I uh, asked people <clears throat> in uh, our Facebook group, that's the All Too Real 2 podcast group, if you want to join, um, before the uh, episode aired, do you think there will be a big cameo in the last episode of WandaVision? If so, who do you think it will be? I just think it's funny to 
read these really quick just to, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, ben Grimm Crompack uh, said, uh, Doctor Strange, maybe Nick Fury. Um, Jacob Scarberry said, Doctor Strange. Um, Sean Patrick Thomas Daly said, uh, I think it will be someone from the X-Men, thus uh, starting the crossover of Avengers X-Men. Magneto was said to be Wanda's father, then that changed for whatever reason. So, okay. So th- those are the uh, things we had there. So, okay. Yeah, so none of which came true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. right. For better or worse. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the X-Men thing would have been cool, but since they already faked us out with Fiatro, I'm like, yeah, they're probably not going to do that now. They're just teasing us with, uh, well, you know, the same same actor who played Pietro in, you know, one of the X-Men or a few of the X-Men movies. Well, well go, go, going going in, we didn't know that that was a fake out. So going into this episode, so. You know what I mean? What do you mean? With Fiatro? We didn't know that it was necessarily not the not the uh, character from the X Men. You know what I mean? Until oh, uh, I guess until, I just assumed until the reveal. Uh, yeah. Okay, I guess I just assumed then when she called him Pietro and stuff like that. Well, that just meant he was a fake Pietro. It didn't mean that he was necessarily not a Quicksilver. Because, oh, okay. because in, in the X Men movies, he's not even Pietro. He's he's Peter. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so, um, anyways, um, so we had, um, so, so, so what, what, what happened on this episode, Matt? Like what's going on? Well, we, um, we, we started off right where we left off with the last episode where, um, I guess that's, you know, basically puppeteering, Billy and Tommy with, you know, her strings, essentially, choking them. And uh, she's uh, she's kind of taunting Wanda. She actually wants Wanda to um, fight her because um, we, we already we already learned this from the last episode that um, Agatha, one of her main abilities is that she's able to absorb other people's um, power, which is what gives her her strength. So she's, you know, basically teasing Wanda. She wants, you know, her to, her to shoot some of her power at her so she can have, you know, a piece of it for herself. Then she can sort of, you know, build upon that. And, you know, she gets, she, you know, she gets what she wants, a little piece, and then she shoots, you know, some of the red stuff at Wanda. And, like, um, Wanda looks at her hand and it's, like, looks like it's, like, um, like, kind of, like, infected, like, um, like, like Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince, almost like Dumbledore's hand with the curse, kind of looked a little bit like that. Um, not not as bad though. Yeah. And uh, so Wanda realizes that that Agatha is actually like stealing her her power essentially. Um, and Agatha actually tells her that's what she's doing because she, you know, we we kind of had this idea from the last episode that Agatha is kind of envious of Wanda for having all this power without really having to put any of the work into learning what magic really is and stuff like that. And, um, but she, she, you know, literally shows her cards by saying, you know, I, I, I take from the undeserving, you know, that's kind of my thing. Um, you know, so, you know, she, you know, 
you know, she's dedicated, you know, the past 500, 600 years, however old she is, uh, you know, to studying magic. And, um, you know, she runs into this woman who, you know, just learned how to do this stuff, like, what, three weeks ago, maybe, at most. Uh, and, and so we kind of start, like, a fight going on pretty much, pretty much from the beginning of the episode. Um, Wanda throws a car at Agatha. The the car that looks like, kind of like Iron Man's old suit is interesting. Um, and it goes into the house, and then she looks under there, and, and all you can see is the, the Agatha's boots. So it's kind of like a play you know, on the Wizard of Oz type of thing. Yeah. Um, with Dorothy's house fell on top of the Wicked Witch of the East or whatever. Yeah. And, um... So then that so makes kind of, that, that, make, that makes uh, Agatha the Wicked Witch of the West view. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, so it's kind of funny, and uh, so that, that's pretty much what sets us off really from the get go. I mean, pretty pretty starts off pretty intense, and um, you know this this episode didn't really have any kind of build up. Like most of the episodes really had a formula where it was pretty much like TV show. And then, like, within, like, the last five minutes of the episode, something weird would happen. Then that was pretty much the formula. Which, you know, one could criticize for being formulaic, but at the same time, since she is kind of living through sitcoms, it actually kind of makes sense to have it be formulaic, because that's kind of, like, the whole deal, you know? Yeah. Um, that, you know, except what sitcoms are like, they all have a formula, you know, so that's kind of... It wasn't them being lazy. It was that was kind of what they were, you know, getting at. Like, okay, we're gonna do this, and then we're gonna have like a weird thing at the end, and then we're gonna go into the next episode and just kind of repeat that. But like, um, this pretty much just started off different. Pretty much throughout the whole episode, it's pretty, it's pretty intense. I mean, it's like pretty much just um, fighting for most of it. I yeah, mean, <laughs> it's basically like the end of a Marvel movie where you have the big fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So. uh so it's and it's basically the end of the six hour movie that we watched, you know. So yeah, um, so uh, pretty the, much yeah. <laughs> the um, so basically what we have going on here too is uh, Monica Rambo is uh, actually captured by uh, the uh, quote unquote Pietro. Um, <laughs> in uh, in like the attic of uh. Of Agatha's house. Um, so, uh, so basically, uh, we, we end up, uh, she finds this, like, headshot, like he's an actor or something, <laughs> of him when he's younger, and it, it's like, a, it's like a young picture of, uh, of, of, um, Oh, crap, I just blanked on, on uh, Evan Peters. And um, there we go. And uh, it, it it says his identity as Ralph Boner. <laughs> so, um, which which uh, I'm wondering, it's a possibility that that's like actually just a, a, a play on the fact that there was a character named Boner on uh, Growing Pains. <laughs> um. Yep. But so, so basically what, what, what we're realizing now is that the Ralph that Agnes, aka Agatha, has been talking about the whole time is this dude. <laughs> so. That's her husband. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<clears throat> and uh, so um, she she sees this like necklace that's kind of glowing purple around his neck, and you know, like so she rips that off of him, and then he he basically is now back to being Ralph and no longer no longer Quicksilver, you know, so right. So, yeah, that that was kind of a, in my opinion, a letdown on the whole thing. I mean, I think there's yeah. been a better reveal, but that's just me. I mean, I I understand what they're going for here, but still, may, may, maybe Ralph Boner's going to be important in the future. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, maybe. He might be, maybe he's like the, the witness, but then again... Why would you be an actor? That would be a bad thing, you know, if you're in the witness protection. Well, that's the thing. It's like, is that a headshot or is that like a uh, file thing that maybe oh, maybe hey. the, you know, maybe he's under witness protection and maybe his name isn't really Ralph Boner and we'll find out later that he actually is. Right. Quicksilver or something. Who knows, you know. I'm, yeah. There's yeah, so, he there's so many more movies and things coming up, so. Yeah, I know, in Phase 4, so it's yeah. like... Um, they already teased um <clears throat> on Endgame, they already teased um uh I forgot the basically Marvel's version of Aquaman, um when they were talking about like the earthquakes underwater or whatever. Name or that the, seemed like, name or the like a, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That seemed almost kinda like a tease of you know, maybe perhaps that character, I don't know. Um I heard they're making a movie about him sometime soon, or maybe not soon, but um there's a, there's a possibility he might be in Black Panther too, so. Oh, okay, well, that's cool. Um, yeah, because that's right. Because that was um, um, when when um, uh, sorry, I'm blanking on names too. Jeez, uh, Natasha was talking with um, I forgot her name, but she's like the pretty much like the military commander of Wakanda, um, in Endgame when they're like having yeah, like, their I'm blanking, I'm blanking on the character's name too, but yeah. Sorry, guys. Like the boldly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got to blame it on the seasons changing. Yeah, I, I always get a little bit, you know, disoriented. So that, that's that's what it's that's that's the fault of uh, a spring. So it's cause, you know, time to change. You've got to rearrange. <laughs> wow. <Sorry>. Um, <laughs> but I liked how he was like talking to of like. Like, oh, you want you want to tussle again? Like, just so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> he like just basically like he just like does a speed power and just like touches her and she like falls back like you know real far or whatever, and then she eventually just like just throws him over her shoulder and like puts him in a grip or whatever, and then that's when she takes off his uh, neck his controlling necklace. Yes. So. Yeah, so, I mean, and basically, like, it, it's just, like, hopefully that whole thing wasn't just a setup for a dick joke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I do think you're right about the Growing Pains reference, though, because he he showed up in the episode that was kind of like a play on the Growing Pains. So, like, yeah. at the very end of that episode, like, yeah. that would have been a cool a cool nod to that, yeah. to that show, because... You know that was that was one of my favorite shows of the eighties, mm-hmm. Growing Pains. So I mean, it's too bad that Kirk Cameron turned out to be a complete jerk, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's also too bad that the actor that uh, 
that played uh, Boner passed away recently, like uh, last sometime in the last ten years. So yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'm blanking on his name now too, which is really sad. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna have to look that up before we're done here. Anyways, the um, the um, then we have um, then we have um, um, want we 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 have uh, Vision shows up, aka the White Vision that is, and um. He he's like uh he comes up to uh to Wanda and uh she thinks it's like um him <clears throat> trying to like kiss her or something. But he starts to <clears throat> crush her head. <laughs> Which is kinda scary. Um yeah, I know you could hear like the bones. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was scary. Uh <clears throat> yeah, um the uh I don't know. It, it was it was just kind of kind of weird. Um, but um, he basically reveals that Hayward had basically ordered him to eliminate both Wanda and um, her fake vision, her hex vision or yeah. her hex gen, if you will. Yeah. Just so weird that scene. Like how quickly she was willing to just like give up on the vision she created. Like like oh. Is this the real vision? Oh, okay. The one I've been living with for like weeks. Ah, who cares about that one? <laughs> like, you know, like what a jerk. Like, you know, seriously, dude. Like either either that or she was just kind of like, what the hell's going on, sort of thing. You know what I mean? So yeah, maybe she thought that he turned white for whatever reason because of yeah. magic, something like that. Or yeah, so <clears throat> that's uh, yeah, that's possible. Yeah, it wasn't really clear. Um. Right. Well, it's fine because right after that, Hex Vision went and flew around. So, so yeah. yeah, she probably thought that was actually. Never mind. Sorry, I didn't mean to imply that she was like willing to cheat on her own subconscious. I guess how is that? Whatever. Yeah. Because uh, that's all that Vision is. And Hex is herself, so you can't really cheat on yourself, I guess. Uh, you that, know. <laughs> that, that brings up a good question. So like if your husband or wife is like, um, cloned, um, <laughs> is it really cheating right. if you, <laughs> I'm just joking. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a, a future dilemma that, that <laughs> philosophers and ethicists will have to, you know, yeah. to wrestle over. <laughs> I mean, and, and then it's also like the, the the whole theory, like you know. So if you um, if you clone yourself and then have sex with yourself, is that is that sex or is that masturbation? Uh, so um, <laughs> that is, yeah, that uh, uh, creepy, whatever. It is. Uh, like um, reminds me of that scene from The Boys, season two. Sorry if I'm yeah spoiler, uh, but. That shapeshifter dude, you know, is like made him look just like Homelander. Yeah, he's like, it's not gay if it's with yourself. It's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not gay, but it's really, really <laughs> creepy. So it's like um, saying it's not gay that doesn't like, like 
being gay is fine. I think having sex with yourself, that's the weird. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's funny because I, I just watched a, uh, there's an old uh, sketch. I can't remember. I saw it on YouTube. But I don't know if it's from like uh, College Humor or one of those. One of those, uh, you know, YouTube channels, and it was a, uh, it was a Back to the Future parody thing. From, it was from years ago, and and it shows the scene where uh, where Marty almost makes out with his mom oh. in, in the car, and then he, yeah. it, but in the scene, he ends up actually going through and having sex with his mom, oh, and then God. he goes back to Doc, and Doc's like, "Okay, now we gotta send you back to stop yourself from having sex with your mom," and then oh, uh, and then he ends up having like a. Uh, he ends up having a threesome with himself and uh, <laughs> and his mom, and it, it's funny. And he and he actually says the same thing that they said in there. And he's like, he's like, well, it's not really gay if it's with myself. Wow, it's it's like okay, the boys kind of stole that thing. That's just funny that I just happened to watch yeah, that. Yes, I just happened to watch that yesterday <laughs> randomly. Anyways, um, wow. so the uh, um. <clears throat> but um, so so back to the show, um. <laughs> Yeah, WandaVision. Um, <laughs> so, um, you know, you can join us for our new podcast where we just discuss cloning and um, and the sexual implications <laughs> of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Also, too, well, I, like I had that idea once, too. It just came to me a long time ago where I was talking about, thinking about, like, the multiverse and stuff like that. And I was like, like mul- the multiverse is discovered, but then... Unfortunately, that makes incest legal now because it's like, well, <laughs> if you, you know, meet someone of a different earth, it's not technically your, uh, you know? so it's like, <laughs> well, <how> <laughs> I don't know why this is getting weird. Okay. Yeah. This is a weird conversation, but I'm just saying like ethicists and philosophers will have to then like, you know, wrestle over those like implications. Like, okay, well, okay. Technically that person's from earth too, but. No, you shouldn't do that. I, that no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you probably shouldn't have sex with the, you know, alternate version of your sister. You know, it's just yeah. like, <laughs> or, or even yourself. Yeah, that's uh, you know, because because you know, if you're saying what well, it's you know, it's not gay but with yourself, like okay, well, I, I still feel weird with doing that with Earth One version of me, but if it's Earth seven hundred seventy seven version, that's eh, fine with that. Nope, nope, it's wrong, illegal. I'm writing the rule right now. Even you know, even though we have not discovered the multiverse, yes, I don't want to deal with that kind of madness. Ooh! But all of our do- um, but of all of all of our doppelgangers in, in Earth 777 are actually really hot, mm-hmm. so it's cool. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a, this is a weird conversation. Sorry, guys. We we, we I don't know, we, no idea. We digress. We, this, we, we we digress. We digress. Yeah. So, um, yeah. the, um, so, so back to this uh, show called WandaVision, um, <laughs> um, we have, uh, um, we, we, we have this, uh, situation where, um, um, what's going on actually here? Let, let, I'll let, I'll let you pick it up here, Matt. <laughs> No problem. Yeah. Uh, so, like, you know, White Vision and, and you know, Hex Vision are going at it. Um, uh, White White Vision actually tries to do what Thanos did, trying to rip the Mind Stone right out of his head, but 
um, he was able to sort of phase out of it. And, uh, and then White Vision did the same thing later. It seems like White Vision kind of just picks up, like, learns basically everything, like, that's, like, pretty much, like, almost like a computer, like, he sees whatever Hex Vision does, and then he just does the same thing later on. So, like, nobody's really winning the fight because they're just copying each other, essentially. And then, um, this might be a little bit different time-wise. I might, I might be skipping, like, from the oh, timeline of what, what the episode's going on. But, like, um, Hex Vision eventually gets White Vision to just stop fighting just for a moment to just talk to him for a second, you know, and then he, he says, um, because White Vision said that, you know, he has to neutralize both Wanda and, and, um, and, um, Vision. And then he, and then Hex Vision says, well, you know, you're actually the true Vision. I'm just a conditional Vision. So you don't really have to destroy me because, you know, you're pretty much, I'm not like a factor or whatever. And then <laughs> White Vision says, uh, I-, "I request elaboration." <laughs> I thought that was kind of cool, <laughs> just like very logical, almost yeah. like date or something. Like, <clears throat> and he talks about that, uh, um, that theory about a boat, where if you, it's it, it's basically the thing where, um, okay, so 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 there's a boat and you you replace the pieces of the wood one at a time until eventually mm-hmm. it's completely new wood. So is it really the same boat? And if you right. take those pieces of that wood and build another boat with it, is that really the same boat? Or is neither or both? Right. Yeah, so that's the thing. <laughs> so. It's an interesting philosophical um, uh, problem. It really, I mean, it's really... Um, and, uh, yeah, so they, yeah, they both come to the conclusion that they're both vision, essentially. Um, yeah. just different, <clears throat> different ways. Um, yeah, because that, that is a really interesting, um, the ship of, was it the thesis or thesis or something, something like, like that? that? Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, which is interesting too, because like in, uh, in like in, um, Saudi Arabian stuff, like with the Kaaba, <laughs> it's kind of a similar thing because that, the Kaaba that's sitting, in Saudi Arabia right now is not the same Kaaba that, you know, existed like in ancient times, like with Muhammad or even before Muhammad. And it's been rebuilt, you know, probably dozens of times since that time. So it's like, but people still call it the Kaaba. So it's like, well, is it the Kaaba or is it just a Kaaba? Yeah. Yeah. By the way, a Kaaba is just Arabic for cube. That's yeah. literally what it means. So, uh, <laughs> but, um, not a hexagon, no. So sorry for that, but um, just just a cube shaped. Um. But actually, if you look <coughs> at a, it, if, you, if you draw a cube, and then you color Ooh. color the whole thing in, it's actually a hexagon. Oh, interesting! Very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, now we're going to be seeing articles saying that WandaVision is Islamic propaganda, and uh, you know, Sharia law or something, or Wanda Sharia or something like that. And uh, you know, <laughs> we got to cancel WandaVision. Because I don't want that, but at the same time, I'm against cancel culture, but I want to cancel WandaVision for canceling my American Christianity. 
and and, and I want to cancel it because they, <laughs> they, they they took away my Mr. Potato Head and my and, yeah. and, 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 and my racist uh, racist imagery in the Dr. Seuss that I never read anyways because I don't know how to read <laughs> and um but wait anyways <laughs> about that. I, I know, I'm sorry, we, we, always, we always get into politics at some point in our episodes, which is mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> a lot of people don't do that, That's, but whatever. You know, they, want to, they, want to, they want to keep it you know, clean, that's fine. We usually kind of delve into rants, but like, so what's interesting about that is, <clears throat> like you said, like, Dr. Seuss, like, I could probably go and find, like, old clips of Tucker, Tucker, uh, Tucker Carlson or whatever, basically ranting against Dr. Seuss as being, like, liberal propaganda or whatever, but now that, you know, they removed a few books, somehow Dr. Seuss is like, you know, it's a free speech advocate, and it's like, it's like, every time, it's like they just bring people to their side, like, whenever they think that they're being oppressed they, or whatever. They, like, they'd be fine if they were banning the Lorax, which is about environmentalism. Yeah, but, exactly, I think they've actually made, I think they've, Fox News has even done segments where they talked about that book saying like how it was even back then it was like trying to like do propaganda for environmentalism so it's like now suddenly though it's you know yeah and then but they're fine with the racism in the in the old books but anyways that that's another story altogether but yeah (laughs) (laughs) exactly um because that's you know anyway yeah <laughs> do you want to take a quick? Do you want to take a quick? Do you want to take a quick break here, Matt, and then we'll come back and we'll talk more about Wandavision. Sure. Okay, we'll be right back. It's the ninja from the Asked Angry Ninja Show saying, "Come listen to the show. We got the ninja wife to give you movie reviews. We got the conscript to give you the ninja news, and we got the battle to talk about your sports. And as always, it is the Asked Angry Ninja Show. So, ask me a question. We'll give you the ninja knowledge you need for your ninja life. Search for us anywhere you get your podcast from. Just search for the Asked Angry Ninja Show and enjoy the show." are back in white um <laughs> back in white is that what you said yeah is that like a acdc cover band back in white yes and and, and, they and the lead play, the lead singer looks like white vision anyways um <laughs> whoa <laughs> you know what i was gonna say last week by, by the way i forgot to though what's that uh, about white white vision so like i was gonna bring up the point during our episode but then we just kept talking and stuff, and I just totally forgot about it. But then um, somebody on the um, the community fans um, Facebook group took had a picture of when where, right when they were loading up White Vision, and they put the the Greendale human beings uh, costume because he looked just like the yeah. the mascot for the Greendale <laughs> human beings. I was, I was gonna bring that up, but then someone made a picture. I'm like, God damn it! Like I I came up with that. I mean, not really, but yeah, I probably. Other people did, obviously, but parallel, I, I par- parallel thinking, you know. Yeah, because like I just wanted to bring that up of like, oh my god, it's the Greendale human being, like. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, <laughs> anyways, in in the episode here, we've got uh, um, we we've got a, a the, the fight going on between uh, between Wanda and, and Agatha. And, uh, 
basically she uh she does this one thing where she actually takes uh takes Agatha back to the Salem witch trial thing where her uh where she's at the stake, you know, and the and the witches are all dead on the ground. <laughs> um that we had experienced in the uh, previous episode. Um basically uh then uh Agatha gains control of uh of of Wanda's uh thing uh, of 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 what's going on there and uh forces she basically ends up forcing Wanda to give up her magic. Hmm. Um, so, uh, what, uh, Billy and Tommy sense that something bad is happening. So they go down to the town square to help out their mom. And, uh, at one point, there, the, there, there, there's an opening in, within the uh, within the hex, so uh, so Sword and Hayward and everybody can come in. And uh, Hayward at one point tries to shoot the boys. Yeah, because he's such a good guy. Anyways, um, Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, he, <laughs> he tries to shoot the little boys, and then Monica Rambo, who had escaped from. Uh, from Evan Peters, uh, Ralph guy, um, <laughs> his man cave. <laughs> yeah. Escaped from his, uh, his attic man cave, um, <laughs> where, where he just sits around and watches Steven Seagal movies. And, um, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the, um, which, you know, if you had a man cave, that was what you would do too, right? Probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just sit around all day and watch the greatest actor of all time, Steven yeah. fucking Seagal. It probably explains why he was a failed actor himself. He's watching that for inspiration. I mean, it's like, you know... Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, you can never live up to the greatness of Steven Seagal, so that no, would just make you not no. want to be an actor anymore. Yeah. That yeah, weird green shit in his blender. What, what, what was he drinking? I think it was like a uh, smoothie or something. Like a smoothie. Like, like, a, like, a, didn't seem like a health conscious kind of person, though. To me, no, so I don't know. But who knows? Maybe it was like a weed smoothie or something. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, but yeah. So, anyways, back to, uh, so, so Monica lands, you know, all superhero style in front of them and, uh, saves, uh, Billy and Tommy with her newly discovered, uh, superpowers. Um, which is, right. which, which was really awesome. I liked seeing that. I, I like Monica mm-hmm. a lot. She's like my favorite new character in the whole MCU. So, yeah, she's good. Yeah. Um, the, uh, I mean, I even liked her when she was the little girl in the other movie. She was funny. So it's, um, you know, mm-hmm. um, and they did a good job casting, um, the adult version. Um, so, like you said, uh, Wanda's vision had dis- had defeated, uh, <clears throat> oh yeah, right before the, oh I forgot that, <laughs> um, Hayward is standing there, and, um, out of nowhere comes, uh, comes Darcy in, in her, uh, like, little, uh, her, her little, uh, truck from the last movie. <laughs> Darcy Lewis basically takes down Hayward. 
Right, because he's trying to drive away after his failed assassination attempt on the children. Yeah, yeah and, and uh, she, she cra- crashes she into him and takes him down. T-bones him, essentially, so mm-hmm. he can't get out of the car, because you know, he's yeah. like crushed between... Uh, she's like, enjoy prison or whatever. Which, mm-hmm. you know, I, was, I kind of liked that, but at the same time, it, it seemed kind of like... I, I wanted him to have a little bit more of like a punishment than just like... Oh, comic relief! Like he just tried to kill children. Like, yeah. Know? I mean, my, my my feeling is, I think we we maybe will hear more about him in the future. Who knows? Yeah. Or it could just okay. be a one-off character. Who knows? You know. But uh, yeah. Um, if not, I think there's more to it because there's got to be some reason why he was doing what he was doing. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe he thought he was what he was doing was for the good of people. You know what I mean? I don't know. You know. <laughs> But why specifically go after the children? Which it seems interesting that this character is kind of well. Like, well, if if you look at it in a certain way, I mean, I'm not defending him trying to hurt children, mm-hmm. but they really weren't real <laughs> in his well, they were, but, in his yeah. mind. In his mind, at least, you know what I mean. <laughs> they were, but at the same time, he he knew even before Wanda knew. Like we we mentioned this last episode, that he even knew before Wanda knew that she had the abilities. To like, kind of like, write her own reality. So it's like, how would he know this before she knew? It's just there's something going on with him. It's That's just, what I'm uh, saying. I, I just hope they yeah. explore more about sword and stuff like that in the in future yeah. movies. Um, which which I'm sure they will because they're they're setting it up. You know, there's going to be more sword in. Uh, I'm sure in uh, both Spider Man. Um, also, okay. uh, also in um, you know. Doctor Strange and other things, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more, and especially probably in right. uh, Captain Marvel too. Oh, I can't wait! I mean, unfortunately, we're going to have to wait like almost three years total for Captain Marvel two to come out because um, they said it's going to be like probably like 2022 at like the end of 2022, though. Yeah, <clears throat> in November. So like, oh man, like yeah. Well, that's only like a year. Year and a half away, or something. If you really think about right, it, right? So, yeah, I know. yeah. But um, it's uh, it'll be interesting too because I mean I know that uh, Monica Rambeau and um also Miss Marvel is going to be in that movie too. And Miss Mar- oh. Miss Marvel is a show that is going to premiere on Disney Plus before then too. So which <clears throat> okay, is, which, is, which is about a um, it's like the first uh Muslim uh superhero too. So See, that's why I, I told you. See, I was telling you right there. So yep. you know the the, the, the cube hexagon, <laughs> the Islamic Islamic witchcrafts mm-hmm. because that makes in my mind. Yeah, it's uh, it's, 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 it's the first Marvel Muslim superhero, I should say. Because, that's right. Because, yeah, because there, there's Muslim. you know because there there is a there, there is a, a Muslim superhero in um Legends of Tomorrow. So that's cool. Um, That's right, Zari, Zari Tarazi. Yeah. yeah. Well, or Bay, or Bayfraud as well. Um, yeah. <clears throat> which I looked up those names before. Bayfraud actually means I think something like like nobility, like pure of heart, or something like that, um, or, or joyful. Yeah. Which is interesting because Bayfraud is kind of like a stoner who's always yeah. like chilling. You know. Like, <laughs> Anyway, uh, we're mixing um, two different companies here. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see where 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 the the story of Sword goes and what we find out, you know, in these other shows and things of that nature. You know, um, I'm sure there's going to be more 
brought up. Who knows? There might even be something in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Which, which comes out in a couple weeks. Um, That's right. <clears throat> so we've got. Um, so, so like we said, Wanda's vision had defeated uh, defeated uh, the vision by uh, the white vision. That is by uh, restoring his memories, and uh, then then he. F- flees from Westview, like, goes up in the sky and flies away, which I think he's doing that as a way to try to figure out what's going on and all the memories mm-hmm. and things of that nature. Um, and uh, Wanda is, like, transferring her magic into into uh, Agnes. Um, while she's doing this, she's secretly missing things, and she's also creating these runes around the barrier of of the uh, town to basically mm-hmm. strip Agatha of her powers, and then she she ends up trapping her permanently in Westview as Agnes. Um, <laughs> basically, but we did have um, earlier a situation I forgot to say where uh, Agnes had woken up all the people of Westview. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. That's yeah. And we find out that Dottie basically was a whole red herring this whole time. Yeah. Um so she she you know, people were like, Oh, maybe she's Mephisto, maybe she's this, maybe she's that, you know. And right. it's like Yeah, no, she was just <coughs> she was just a lady in the town. Um a mom a yeah. mom who wants to hold her kid because he's trapped in like trapped in her bedroom or something yeah. like that. <laughs> and and uh <clears throat> interesting thing is her her name was Sarah Proctor, she says. And oh. um Sarah Proctor was a was a a woman burned at the stake during the Salem witch trials. Jeez. In the <clears throat> in, in the real world. And wow. you know, Goody Proctor. Um, that's right, Goody. Yeah, yeah. What a name, too. Goody Proctor is killed. Yeah. Well, they, like they, they, the were, name... they they were all called Goody. Like that was basically like a that that's oh, what okay. they they that's like like Mrs. or Miss or something like that. Like women were all oh, okay. called Goody. Um. Yeah. I was I was in the Crucible when I was in high school, so I did all this <laughs> research on the Salem <laughs> trials back then. I, I I was weird. I I had like twenty one lines in the freaking play, and um. I remember my last line. I had twenty lines in the first act, and then one, <clears throat> one line in the in in the uh, in the second act. And my line, <laughs> in, my line in the second act is, "It's a providence. The thing is out now. It's a providence." Okay. Anyways, um, so, <laughs> um, and then that was you know like thirty years ago that I said that. Anyways, um, so um, <laughs> but the, the um, the whole um. Yeah, yeah, the whole Salem witch trials basically they're all called goodies and stuff like that. And so it's interesting that she has that name. I mean, it's obviously a, you know, yeah. just a, an easter egg. <clears throat> um so um there there was this whole um th- that that happened. So we basically find out that then then um because of the runes that she created that we were made aware of in previous episodes that if you put the runes, you know, around you can't the only the only witch that can use the magic is the ones that put the runes up there you know so 
she ends up then uh, permanently she, she takes all of her powers back from uh, Agnes, and then she basically, uh, I mean, uh, from Agatha, and then she traps her into Westview as the nosy neighbor Agnes that she had pretended to be. Right. So, um, yeah. Cheery neighbor with all of her corny jokes and stuff like yeah. that. Okie dokie, like, artichokey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Artichokey. Uh, which is interesting though about the runes, cause like, I, cause I, I watched the episode twice, and, um, at the first time I, I, um, I didn't really realize, I thought Wanda was just missing, you know, like, but yeah. later, later on I realized she was doing it on purpose. She was casting runes all around while she was, quote, missing Agatha, and, and Agatha, of course, didn't really suspect her because her arrogance kind of got the best of her where she just assumed that Wanda didn't know anything, but it's like, Wanda was like listening really intently to everything she was saying in, in the previous episode, like, I think Agatha thought that she was just like in a state of shock, but she was actually learning the entire time. So like she's like, you know, just giving her free lessons essentially, you know. And um so yeah, she set those rules. But, but I, I think too she, I think it looked like she was also taking some of Agatha's power away from her so that now she ha- has Agatha's power as well. Yeah, I mean um, she, so because she's become the Scarlet Witch too, she is now the most powerful being in the all all of the MCU. Yeah, exactly. Because 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 uh, she she tells her that she has uh, more power than than uh, Doctor Strange. Right. Yeah, it's p- more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. So yeah, you know, interesting. Agatha knows about that because um, you know, because Doctor Strange and stuff they they do magic, but their magic's a little bit different. And then um, the the type that Agatha um, practices, um, yeah, because like she's got a dark hold. Dark hold is like the really dark magic spell book. But if you go and watch Doctor Strange, they got hundreds of books, so it's it's magic is much more complex than just there. There, there, there is a thing that people point out that there is one book missing in Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. right? Which has got to so be that's dark hold. And um, the, yeah. the 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 other thing about the dark hold too um, is that. Uh, People point out because the Darkhold, I'm not going to ruin anything for anybody that hasn't seen Agents of Shield, but it does appear in the in Agents of Shield at one point, mm-hmm. and it looks completely different. So people are like, "Oh, because it looks different, that means that Agents of Shield is no longer canon." Oh, I've yeah, okay. But um, my, my my theory on it is is the book can change the way it fucking looks, and also yeah. also Agents of Shield could be a different timeline. So it's still canon. Right. It's just. You know, you got to realize that it's canon, but it might not be canon at the same time. If that makes sense, you know what I mean. It's just a different. Okay. But 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 I I just hate it when people try to downplay Agents of Shield because I loved that show. So um. <laughs> yeah, because it, it was such. Yeah, a I've heard show. I've heard people. People yeah, know, talk badly whatever. about it a lot, but it's such a good show. Um. Anyways, it starts out kind of slow, but it gets really good as it goes on. Um. Well. Yeah. Well, so did the Marvel um, MCU start off exactly. slow. I mean, Iron Man, Iron Man one really is not that exciting. It really isn't. I mean, like the like no. the last fifteen minutes are like the only yeah. battles going on. You know, so uh, <clears throat> so so. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Um, in the show, then we have um, um, 
we we have uh you know like basically uh Wanda totally becomes the Scarlet Witch like we start to see the actual like crown and everything on her head mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. in the process and uh so then the family and her return to their house as um as the uh the barrier of the hex starts to collapse she uh she she's tucking her uh her kids into bed and basically um you know th- there's interesting things in the bedroom too though like on the on uh um which which one's the fast one i always forget oh tommy's the fast one yeah, yeah. on tommy's side there's a uh there's a there's a bunch of race cars on his wall, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting. Um, mm-hmm. In between the two beds that they're that they're sleeping on in their in their bedroom, there's like a poster on the wall that looks like a bunch of chaos going on. Mm. And um, one thing I do want to point out is that the the world is collapsing. We never do see them disappear. Right. I'm not saying that they did or didn't, but you know they or that they could have been taken by somebody or something before they disappeared. Right. Um, so um, just just wanted to point that out. Um, <laughs> the uh, basically then then uh, Wanda and Vision have a very tearful goodbye. Mm-hmm. Um. Then. Uh, We, uh, um, and, and they, they also say to each other that, uh, um, um, Vision reassures her that, uh, somehow they will see each other again one day since they have said goodbye before. Mm-hmm. So that, I don't know. I was crying. I know that much. Um, it was really emotional. Yeah. <clears throat> then, uh, then Wanda takes off after the after after that that she she uh she she goes to the town square she sees Monica Rambo and uh basically makes peace with her and kind of you know gives her a nod and all this other stuff and uh <laughs> the townspeople are pissed at her though they're just like yeah they're all staring looking, at her they're all staring at her like <laughs> fuck you um <laughs> and um <laughs> Because they were saying that they were having her nightmares when they went to sleep. Oh, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. That was like oh, that. That's creepy as hell. <laughs> I know. It's like... Um, so then Wanda flies off and basically goes into hiding. And, uh, <laughs> and the credits start to roll. Yep. And we have... Uh, we have a mid-credit scene where Hayward is arrested for tampering with the evidence. And then uh an agent comes and talks to Monica and asks her to meet her in the theater. And uh she's basically a scrawl disguised as an FBI agent and then says that a, <laughs> a friend of her mother wants to meet her and points up up upwards. Um, I mean, my my theory is that that's got to be Nick Fury. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it has to be. Yeah. It's not. It, 
not a scroll. I mean, it's, it's unlikely to be, um, what's his name? Te- um, Talos. Te- Talos. Probably not him. Yeah. Um, um, cause like in, in, we, we see in the end of, uh, Spider-Man, um, <clears throat> Far From Home, which takes place after the events of this movie. Um, in the post credit oh, scene, the post credit scene, we see, uh, we see Nick Fury up in space somewhere. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Because in the whole movie, he was, uh, Talos was actually pretending to be Nick Fury. And his and his wife was pretend, pretending to be Maria Hill. <laughs> so, so I forgot why were they doing that? I forgot why they were pretending. Because uh, Nick Fury had Nick Nick Fury and Maria Hill had something else to do up in space. I think. Oh, okay. So, <clears throat> and I hope we get more Maria Hill because I love Colby Smulders. So, anyways, um, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of uh, How I Met Your Mother again lately. So, anyways, um, so good show, him, him, good show. Yeah, it's my uh, it's my fall asleep to move, uh, TV show. Like I just <laughs> put it on in the bedroom nice. before I go to bed. Um, so the uh, <laughs> in the uh, so we see that in the in the mid mid credit scene, and then uh, and then there's another there's a post credit scene. <laughs> Where we see mm-hmm. Wanda is uh is somewhere in like a cabin in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. that looks like uh some people pointed out which is interesting that the cabin actually looks a lot like the cabin from uh, Evil Dead. Oh wow! Which uh, is interesting because Sam Raimi, who directed Evil Dead mm-hmm. and the uh, and the Tobey Maguire Spider Man movies as well, is directing. Mm-hmm. Um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> um, there's a, in there we see, uh, we see a, uh, astral form of, of, uh, Wanda inside while, uh, while the, I don't know, quote unquote, real Wanda who's sitting there <laughs> in gray sweats, um, <laughs> is, uh, making some tea. We see in like a bedroom or something the um astral version of her studying the dark hold. <clears throat> right. So uh that freaked me out yeah. the first time. I didn't I didn't understand the first time. I actually <clears throat> thought that for a second that, that was like a second Wanda, like a clone or something. I was like, Wait, what's going on? Yeah. I, I didn't realize that she was astral projecting uh herself. Mm-hmm. Able to do that. Well, if it's her clone mm. and it's in the bedroom, I guess that. Oh wait, sorry. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> not, not this again. <laughs> so if you if you're wearing a different costume, does it count as? Uh, god damn it. Um, but that that makes the question though about that though. So like, is is like now that she's Scarlet Witch, just like. Is that like her natural form now, like with the crown and stuff? Like it's, it, it it's might like, it might be. I mean, that might be like okay. her her powerful form, at least, or whatever you okay. know. Um, the uh, yeah, and while while she's there, we also hear Tommy and Billy calling for her mm-hmm. for help. So, like, are are they stuck in some astral plane somewhere that we don't know of? Are they in another, mm-hmm. you know, multiverse? What's going on? You know. Well. Yeah. Okay. 
about that. So um, to, I watched it a few times, and to me, it actually sounded like the exact audio clip from when uh, Agatha had her in her basement. Yeah. Like, and then so I'm starting to wonder, is that where Agatha, did, did she send them somewhere, you know, because, like, I mean, they were they weren't in the basement at all. They were somewhere else, but you, she could hear them yelling. And so, like, I'm starting to wonder, you know, if they're back in that realm again, because, like, you know, at, after, you know, Agatha basically, like, made her, you know, revisit all of her memories and her trauma and stuff, suddenly, you know, they were outside, but I don't think the kids were yelling from outside at that time. I think they were, you know, somewhere else. Yeah. And then Agatha and, went and re- retrieved and brought him outside. So, and, and the interesting thing too is that when uh, when she turns Agatha into Agnes, she still has her brooch, right? Which could indicate that she still has some powers, <clears throat> right? And which, that maybe she's able to break through the Agnes spell and uh, become Agatha, and maybe she did something to the kids. Who knows? We'll find out in the multiverse of madness. I'm sure. So, I'm sure. <laughs> and, uh, I'm sure we'll find something, and I, I don't know. I, I'm because I watch I watch a few theory videos here and there, and um, I, I don't know if, which one it was. No, it was an article I read, and um, the person was saying that they think that you know Wanda's going to be a villain. I'm like, I really hope not, because like the whole point of this show was to sort of like resolve that kind of like she didn't mean to be a villain, but she did something that was kind of villainous by mistake, and then yeah, well, well was maintain well, it, you know. I mean, there, there's a lot of things we can speculate on, too, in a minute. Do you want to take a break now and then come back and do some yeah, spe- sure. speculation about where the MCU might be going? And also, yeah. Um, yeah, also we'll, we'll read some uh, some some listener uh, comments, too, that I uh, got on our uh, Facebook group. Uh, we'll be right back after this. What is Gen X? What is the silent generation? What do generations have in common? Hi, I'm Trish the Dish from the Gen X Voice Podcast, and I invite you to listen to conversations I have with folks from different generations, backgrounds, beliefs, and experiences in an attempt to see what connects rather than divides us. Even though Gen X has been called slackers, Karens, or not mentioned at all in some cases, we are the bridge generation, so I feel compelled to do my part to destroy ageism by bringing all these voices together. And, as a bonus, each guest gets to answer some 80s questions at the end of each show. So download and listen to Gen X Voice today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And let's see how much we have in common after all. And we are back. Okay, so uh, first off, Matt, I'm going to read some uh, some thoughts on the episode that uh, that I, I had uh, found from uh, online. So here's a uh, listener, Mike Burton. He says, uh, "By the way, Mike Burton um, is a." 
is, is a podcaster himself. I just wanted to point that out. Okay, yeah, Mike, Mike, Mike Burton, who is a podcaster himself, he hosts the, uh, um, Genuine Chit Chat podcast and also Comics in Motion. So, uh, be sure to check those out. He's a good guy. Anyways, um, <clears throat> he said, uh, he said, I enjoyed it, but I felt like it left me wanting more. I'm not entirely sure what I actually wanted, but it was something. Maybe it felt like, uh, from a certain point, it all sort of wrapped itself up a bit too easy. Um, bar the second post credit scene. Um, I think, uh, WandaVision was an excellent show. I thoroughly enjoyed it and love the risk Marvel took by, uh, with the direction of the show. The uh, visual effects, acting, and plot were all ace, but by the end, it sort of felt like a, an interlude chapter in the MCU. So although it was brilliant, I feel like that maybe they didn't stick the landing 100%. And then, um, so uh, I kind of agree with them there. I mean, it might, you know, it, it, it is kind of a letdown, but then again, it... It had a lot to live up to, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I pretty much agree with with that. Because um, uh, I mean, it's just hard to do an ending. It really is. It's hard to end a story. Much it's much easier to begin a story than it is to to end one. Yeah. Um, but still, like we, this was also a transition into, um, you know, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So yeah, and, and, you know, we, and- we might get more answers and 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 the whole transition into the whole like fourth the 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 uh phase four of the um of the mcu in general um yeah jacob scarberry said uh they are absolutely 100 percent set for the multiverse and it was generally and it was a generally exciting final episode top notch on all fronts um i was a little disappointed that there wasn't a major cameo but the hints post credit made up for it. I uh, can't wait to see the next phase of the MCU. Okay, uh, Ryan Moore says I personally I personally felt it was a cynical six hour setup movie disguised as a TV show. That is the textbook mm-hmm. definition of style over substance. Good on a technical level, but everything else fell flat for me personally. I don't really agree with him, mm-hmm. but you know Ryan's a good guy, so I'm I'm cool with it. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Um, the, um, Meredith Holland said, um, maybe it's because I have never really been a Marvel fan, save for the Deadpool movies until now. Uh, the show rocked. I couldn't wait to watch each episode. I really wish there would be more of the show, but I get that it is not in the cards right now. Um, but this show and its finale makes me ready for Doctor Strange 2. Since uh, Scarlet Witch will be involved, I don't even care that I haven't even seen the original Doctor Strange yet. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, so so that's what uh, some of our viewers thought. I mean, listeners. I don't know why I said viewers, but you know, <laughs> whatever. I guess they could you know look at their phones while they listen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm assuming most of them aren't blind, but you know, some might be. Who knows? Um. Anyway, so right. <laughs> well, I would suggest checking out. The Doctor Strange movie because it's really good. Yeah, it is. I didn't like it the first time I watched it, but the second time I liked it. 
which is weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, here's some... Uh, do, you, do you want me to read some trivia here, Matt? Yeah, sure. Okay, and then we'll talk speculation after that. Um, okay, the, the movie showing at the modern-day Westview Theater is uh, Tannhauser Gate. Tannhauser Gate is mentioned by replicant Roy Batty, played by Rudger Hauer, in um, in his Tears in the Rain monologue in the movie Blade Runner. <laughs> which is interesting because he's a... Uh, he's a, a fake person coming to grips with who he is and stuff like that, so... Yeah. Says a lot about this show, too. Um, yeah. In one of the publicity posters released at the start of the series... The one that shows Wanda and Vision standing together behind a stack of televisions. Um, part of Wanda's new costume can be seen peeking out through some of the televisions. Her uh, right arm and upper body shows elements of an outfit that are not consistent with her previous outfits from the MCU films, but match her Scarlet Witch outfit that is revealed in this episode. Um, it was previously noted that starting with episode two, WandaVision, Don't Touch That Dial, the house used for the exterior shots of WandaVision's home is the same house used for the exterior shots of the Griswold family house in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> As an additional homage to that movie, during one of Vision's fight scenes, he tosses his opponent into an RV. If you freeze the frame, you can see from the top and the back side views that it is a dilapidated RV resembling Cousin Eddie's vehicle from the National Lampoon's vacation. Christmas <laughs> vacation. Yeah. Um, wow. The logo on the back of the delivery truck is Presto. In the comics, uh, Prester John is a um, Sokovian uh, crusader teleported from the 15th century to the 21st. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but anyways. Um <laughs> Um, during the uh, post-credit scenes Wanda is seen walking into a cabin and preparing tea while further inside her astral form who is dressed as the Scarlet Witch is studying the Darkhold this is similar to a scene in Doctor Strange where the titular character is uh, sleeping while his astral form is studying a tome from the library Uh, this is also a demonstration that she is more powerful than Doctor Strange as she can function both in reality and in the astral plane simultaneously. <clears throat> Whereas he has to sleep, basically, you know. Right. So, well, does he, does he have to sleep, or was that just what he was doing at that time? I don't know, but I mean, it could just be a metaphor for the fact that it, it you know what I mean? It's just like kind right, of yeah, that she's... implying that she's more powerful. Right. Um, the uh, post credit scene. Um, featuring Wanda and her cabin is reminiscent of the post credit scenes from The Incredible Hulk 2008, which uh, similarly shows Bruce Banner, Edward Norton, in a remote cabin working on controlling his powers through meditation, much like Wanda with her astral projection. Both characters are on the run from the military after hurting a large number of innocent people. Um, after... Uh, Wanda 
launches the car at Agnes slash Agatha, the shot of Agatha's shoe sticking out from beneath the car is an homage to the scene in The Wizard of Oz, where Dorothy discovers her house has crushed the Wicked Witch of the East. Um, um, later, Wanda has uh, fought Agnes in the town, and the town has uh, flashed through different decades. The marquee on the theater, which had um, actually appeared in a previous episode, um, shows the movie to be Oz the Great and Powerful, which I will point out was directed by Sam Raimi, the director of Doctor Strange 2, The Multiverse of Madness. So um, (laughs) the first uh, appearance of Wanda Maximoff wearing um, the MCU Scarlet Witch costume, um, after uh, featuring a nod to uh, Wanda's classic classic costume from the comics in early earlier uh, in the series this episode introduces the contemporized version of that ensemble um along with learning sleight of hand oh i forgot to mention that too uh jimmy woo in the episode we forgot all about him when we were doing our breakdown matt (laughs) um he uh along with learning sleight of hand to allow him to produce his business card out of thin air uh jimmy (laughs) has also learned one other magic magician's trope escape artistry because he he uses a safety pin to free himself from handcuffs earlier in the episode and he was able to bring the fbi to westview to uh basically arrest hayward and everybody right so just letting you know that um throughout the series uh agatha refers to um her husband named ralph who is revealed to be the same name of the true identity of the person that she had recast as Pietro Maximoff or Pietro. Um, Ralph Boner, he is played by Evan Peters and in the MCU reality is a struggling actor is what they're saying. I don't know if that's true or not, which can be um, inferred as Monica examines a professional headshot of him while she is being held prisoner by him while he is under um, Agatha's control. Um, um, after uh, he escapes from the handcuffs Jimmy Woo Riley exclaims flourish the same thing uh, gum drunk vision had exclaimed after each magic trick during the magic show in episode 2 that's right yeah the um When uh, right. when Agatha also too, the, oh go ahead yeah no I'll just say that the the gum he was chewing was called Big Red I forgot about that yeah when uh, <clears throat> when Agatha breaks uh, Wanda's spell over the um, population of Westview the locals all swarm her and begin shouting at her it resembles a scene from various Marvel productions in the comics where a telepathic character discovers their powers and can hear every thought in the vicinity at the chaotic uncontrollable manner um the scene where agatha and wanda fight in the sky over westview and agatha seemingly drains wanda of her energy is reminiscent of a scene in hulk which we covered for this uh this show in previous in our uh um, Crisis on Infinite Films uh, series, um, mm-hmm. 
where uh, the Hulk's father, Nick Nolte, tries to drain the Hulk of his powers in order to live. Um, Kevin Feige was an executive producer on that film. So, yeah, as well as this show. So, um, okay, so, all right, speculation time, Matt. <laughs> what, what, uh, what thoughts do you have about the future of the MCU? <clears throat> um, I, I think that, um, magic and the supernatural are going to be much more a part of it starting from, you know, here on out because of this show. Because uh, mostly so far it's been kind of about like super tech, uh, you know, like Iron Man, you got Captain with the serum. Um, you know, most of the people who have powers, it's, it's not because of any kind of innate, you know, natural thing. It's because of some kind of enhancement. And then we got into aliens, of course, like with Thanos and, uh, I guess technically Thor would be considered an alien, I guess. Um, and then when like Gal- Guardians, but now, Guardians of the Galaxy. I, yeah, yeah. So like we, so far we haven't really dealt with the supernatural except with Doctor Strange. That was like the first one where we really got into like actual like other realms of existence, like not just planets, but like actual different like dimensions of beings, like not, not just like the Titans live on this planet, Thor lives on this planet, like, actual, like, spiritual entities, or as far as we know, spiritual entities. Um, and that should be interesting um, to see if they're going to go that route, because, um, you know, the comic books are full of these stories. I mean, like, you know, they, they didn't really explain too much to movies about how the Infinity Stones were ever created, but they were, like, actually created by, like, gods weren't they or something like that um yeah and so like you know marvel like literally has gods like and it has like a hierarchy of gods too like you have like um like what what were they called like not not the immortals is that what they're called Um, or is they eternals that's right the eternals so you got those but there's actually beings that are even higher above them who created the Eternals, you know? So, like, you've got, like, you know, almost, like, the angelic type, but then you also have, like, demons as well, like Mephisto, who live, like, in hellish realms. And then, of course, like, with Doctor Strange, you had that, um, what was his name? Demormo or something like that? Or, uh... Yeah, I think so. Uh, like a, like a dark entity, essentially, kind of, like, um... Uh, so, so I think that, um that we're going to get into this kind of cool stuff now that we've kind of touched all of the bases before of like, cause if you think about it, starting with Iron Man, I mean, it was literally just a rich guy who was like a genius who, you know, created like his own super powered suit. Like that's, that's, that's where the MCU began with that. And then in end game, it was aliens and time travel. And, you know, it's just, I mean, just total, like, you know, different than how it started. So, um, I mean, and it, like you mentioned Eternals, the, the, the movie's supposed to come out in November too about the Eternals. So, okay. Yeah. Sweet. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think that we're, especially with Dr. Strange, cause they kind of set that up with the spiritual aspect of like, well, you know, the Avengers and other people, they, you know, they're protecting, you know, the physical world, whether that be, 
Earth or other planets, but you know that exist all of that exists within the physical realm. Even when they went to get the Soul Stone, they still had to go to a physical place in order to get the Soul Stone. Yeah. Now, you know, with that range, it's you know there's different <laughs> dimensions of beings and all that kind of stuff, and it, it's like, and um, you know those those need to be protected as well, and also. The, the physical plane needs to be protected from um, some of those beings as well, so that they don't invade and basically take over, you know, the physical realm yeah. with their spiritual powers. So, so yeah, I think we're going to get into that. Hopefully, there'll at least be a few movies where they kind of get into that a little bit more. And um, and like, I, yeah, I think we're going to see more of Wanda as like a. You know, I'm actually just really jazzed about what they did with Wanda as a character. I mean, she started off as like this um, teaser scene at the end of um, um, Captain America versus Winter Soldier, where she's kind of like playing with the, you know, her powers a little bit. And Pietro is just like running back and forth in his cell or whatever, you know. And then, you know, we're introduced to them properly, you know, in Age of Ultron. And, you know, she only has, like, a few powers. Like, she could give people nightmares. Um, she could do a few things here and there. And then, like, we, we really don't see much much of that until um, Infinity War, where she ends up yeah. being able to just mind stone. And then in Endgame, she actually almost was able to kill Thanos on her own. Um, so, like, each movie, we're given more indication of, like, her powers are growing, you know... And then now she literally has become the most powerful entity in, in the entire MCU. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, it was like a it, six it, year process. And, you know? and my thing is, it's like, I don't know, is she more powerful than Captain Marvel, though? I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say. You know, it's, it's probably as far as because she has a bill, she has magic abilities. Yeah. Which I think trumps any kind of physical abilities you might have. Yeah. Um, my personal opinion on that. So, like, Captain Marvel could be the strongest physical person yeah. in the universe. But um, when you're dealing with magic, <clears throat> you're you're taking your own physical power, but then you're adding other dimensional power as well. You know? <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, we, we, we'd have to see, basically. I, I mean, speaking of that, I, I wonder if Monica actually might be more powerful than Captain Marvel. You know, at this point. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't think so, but it, it's hard to say. I guess we'll find out in uh, Captain Marvel 2. Yeah. Um, as far as, like, what's coming up, just so people know, I mean, I'm just going to kind of break, go through this really quick of what we got coming up. Mm-hmm. As far as films go, I mean, we, we do have the TV series is coming up. We've got Falcon and the Winter Soldier soon, and then we also have um, Loki coming up soon, along with Miss mm-hmm. Marvel and She-Hulk and a bunch of other ones that are coming out sometime in the next, you know, couple of years. Nice. Um, so we've got, um, and, and others I'm probably forgetting about. Um, oh yeah, Hawkeye as well. Um, mm-hmm. so as far as films go, we have Black Widow coming out supposedly in May. I mean, all this thing is probably, you know, based on, uh, whatever they can do with, uh, COVID shit, you know. So, right. <laughs> um, we got a Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings coming out in July. Nice. Which will definitely deal with magic and stuff in that one. Um, we got the Eternals coming out in November of this year. Spider-Man No Way Home comes out in December of this year. 
Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness comes out in March of next year. <clears throat> Thor Love and Thunder comes out in May of next year. Black Panther 2 comes out in <clears throat> July of next year. Captain Marvel 2 comes out in November of next year. Um, to be determined of, you know, next year and whenever it is, um, we've got Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium, which comes out in, sometime in 2022. And Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 comes out sometime in 2023. And then, uh, there's also Fantastic Four, which is coming out at some point. It's still in development right now, so. So yeah, well, we got a lot of good stuff to look forward to, which we will cover on the show if, you want us to um, let us know um, if you if you would like us to uh, break down the episodes of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, please let us know, and uh, we may do that if we feel up to it. Oh, we will, <laughs> <laughs> or if there's anything else you'd like to, us to cover, just uh, you know, go to our uh, our Facebook group is the best way to to uh let us know um that's the all too real two podcast um group on uh, facebook um also you can email me directly at mike at cullenpark.com and let me know anything that you want us to cover on this show um we're always up for suggestions um check out our patreon as well as our t public which uh we have some cool merchandise on um you know all too real com will take you directly to our facebook page at the moment. Um, <laughs> um, if, if you liked this, check out some of our other episodes. Our latest episode right now is, um, us covering the, uh, direct video sequel, Beethoven's Third. <laughs> which was an excellent movie. Um, and you get to hear our uh, thoughts on that. I mean, Judge Reinhold, it was his, probably his finest, you know. Yes. That or his, uh, his, his run on Arrested Development. Um. Yes. <laughs> yes. That was hilarious. I love that. Uh, what was it called? Uh, something. Um. Judge. Oh, what was the name of it? Um. Because they kept doing like folk justice, and it was polk justice. I think it was and... Judge Reinhold with Judge Reinhold. <laughs> something. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Like that. <laughs> yeah, that was great. It yeah. was actually a good movie. Beethoven's Stir was actually not that bad. It wasn't um, as bad as some of the movies that we've watched. Yeah. <clears throat> it was it was like a fun vibe to it. Um Yeah, and um check out check out that. We've got a lot of cool interviews. Um most recent interview <clears throat> that we had up was uh one with uh Tommy McLaughlin who directed um one of the Friday the thirteenth movies, um, Jason Lives. He also directed uh some other cool movies um sometimes what was it i, I don't know I'm, I'm blanking on things right now and my brain is not working but um he, he was I, all- I'm, I'm feeling i'm feeling the same way yeah uh, by the way tomorrow we're gonna be reviewing i'm not sure when, when it will be uploaded but we're gonna be reviewing the um the sleeper hit of 2004 known as the sleepover that yes. is somewhat starring our boy Fiedro in it, um, as well so as well as as well as Captain Marvel herself, Brie Larson. Right, and by the way, I chose that movie not knowing any of this. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so, as well as appearances by Jane, Jane Lynch and um, Steve Carell. <laughs> so yes, yeah, yep. So yeah. 
that'll be so, fun. Um, that'll be fun to talk about. Um, yeah, and if if you yeah. uh, have any suggestions of any movies that you just like for us to watch and you know make us watch or whatever, just let us know. We'll do it. Um, <laughs> as long as we have access to them, we'll watch them. And um, <laughs> yeah, if you have any other thoughts, please let us know. Um, we just want to you know we want to get you involved as much as possible. Anybody that's listening to the show, um, we we we'd love to hear from you. Um, and we'll read whatever you send us on the air if you allow us to. Um, so, you know, just send, send your, uh, emails to mike at cullenpark.com. Go to our Facebook group, um, and, uh, comment there as well. Um, anything else before we leave here today, Matt? No, I think I'm good. Alrighty. So, you know, be kind, rewind, um, don't litter, um, you know, wear a mask. Wear, wear a condom. condom. <laughs> yep. Wear a condom. Yes. Especially if you're having Especially. if you're having sex with the clone of yourself. Wear a condom. I was gonna say, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> or the multiverse version of yourself. Yeah. You know, whatever. Uh. <laughs> oh God, we're weird. Anyways, um, so until next time, <laughs> bye bye. Thanks for listening to All Two Wheel Two Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com.